Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. All right, guys, really quick before we start the podcast, I have to tell you about the Pro Mindset Academy Summer 2020 event coming up May 29th through 30th here in St. George, Utah. The spaces are limited, but what we're going to do is if you jump in now to flippinawesomecoaching.com, click on the live events tab, you can sign up for a spot. You want to get a spot quick though, because these are going to go super fast. We just barely opened this up. We changed everything that we were going to do with it. It's going to be amazing. This is going to be a challenge though. If you're somebody who doesn't like challenges, which I'm hoping if you're an athlete, you like challenges, but this is going to be a challenge, physical and mental challenges the whole time. And you're going to learn so much about you. And if you are going to one of those college camps that you want to stand out, because how do you stand out from a crowd of athletes? If you want to stand out, come to this camp. This is a great way. This training is going to help you learn how to stand out at the camps. If you're trying to get those college scholarships and you're trying to get those recruiters to notice you, come to this camp. It's going to set you up for the whole summer. It's going to set you up for the next season. This uh, Pro Mindset Academy Summer 2020 event is going to be very unique and very difficult. So come to it. I'm excited to meet you guys. I'm excited to teach you some things and something that maybe you've never learned before, which might just possibly shift the way you think about you and your sports and your athletics. And if that happens, you could possibly have completely different results. Imagine what could happen if I was right. All right, now the podcast. Hey there, Flippin' Awesome Athletes. Hey, listen, today I want to talk about something that is kind of interesting because we do this a lot in sports. We have these um, repeat behaviors that we don't like, right? I want to tell you a quick little story. I was a gymnast at Stanford and my senior year, a month before I was done with my entire gymnastic career, which I've talked about before in past uh, episodes, I had a coach on the men's team come over and he said, kick up to handstand. His name's Sadao Hamada. He's amazing. I kicked up to handstand and he was trying to fix my handstand. Now, here's the thing. I've been doing handstands for my whole life. And I was like 22 at this time. And he was trying to help me feel, which remember how I tell you everything is about a feeling. Everything you're doing in sports is about a feeling, which is why I work so much on emotions these days. Not so much on the sports, sports like tools, but emotions. Anyways, he was trying to help me feel the difference between a straight handstand, which I thought was straight, and an actually straight handstand. He could see that there was something a little off on my angle. And I'd already gotten a habit of doing a handstand that I thought was perfect. I could hold it for a long, long time and balance a handstand for as long as I wanted. And I thought it was great. But he came up and he said, do you feel that? And I could feel it. And I thought, huh. Now what do I do? Because I have this old habit. I know I'm going to go back to the way my, my handstands were because that's what I'm used to doing, right? So this is what I want you to understand today is why do you do what the thing that you're going to do? It's because of habits. But I want you to understand a little bit about your brain, why you do that. And I so appreciated that Sadao helped me feel that. That doesn't mean that I fixed it for the next, for the last couple competitions of my life. It means I could feel that maybe had I known that years before and created a different habit and had time to really create a new habit, I could have had bigger swing on my bars. I could have had a different angle on all my events, right? I could have had bigger skills all around, but I didn't know that and I didn't feel it until he helped me feel it. So changing that, usually when you have a habit that you've had for years, 18 years plus, it's not just a moment, a momentary realization. It's a process and you have to practice it. And I knew that was going to take practice, but I appreciated that he helped me feel that I still had a lot to learn. I thought I was at the top of my game. 
and I still had a lot to learn. So the point is we all have habits that we may or may not be aware of. And coaches telling you these things that, hey, you need to change this, you kind of just wish that you could just break it right then, right? Break the habit of whatever. When a coach is like, can you just do it this way? And you're like, sure, coach, I got it. And then you go back to the old way and the coach is like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I need you to perform it this way. I need you to do this. I need you to push harder here. I need you to you know, throw all the way through here, follow through with this swing, do whatever it is that the coach is saying. And you think you understand and you think you're making that change, but the coach is saying you're not. And the confusion comes when your brain's like, but this is how it's always been. This is how it's always worked. You've been able to get results. Why do we need to change it now? So what is the habit that you have in your sport that is impeding your progress and success? There's always something. There's always something more where we think we have it. We think we've got it. And there's always something that we could change a little bit. And to change, especially when it's at the top level of sports, they're tiny, tiny, tiny changes, but they give you such different results. They feel so much easier. They feel so much more powerful. So first today, before I teach you how to break those habits, I'm gonna teach you what a habit is so you can understand a little bit more like what I was talking about. I had the habit of doing a handstand that I thought was straight. And then I was told, nope, not quite. After years of creating this certain angle on my body, just a tiny difference felt so different. But I knew that wasn't something that was gonna change quick. And so I didn't change it because it was gonna change a lot of things. And I knew it would be easier and it would make my sport a lot more fun for me. But the time frame for me wasn't going to work to create that new habit at that time. So if you have time and you can create different habits to be able to be a little bit better, then why not? But you have to understand why you have a habit. It's just doing something or thinking something so many times that that thought or that action has been delegated to your lower brain. That's all a habit is. Your efficient part of your brain is the part that is the habit part. So you don't have, it's amazing. It works so well. It, this is the part of brain that makes it so you don't have to spend energy focusing on that thought or that action anymore. It's why we do repeat drills over and over at the beginning of every, um, every practice, right? We repeat them over and over so our brain can be in the habit of responding in a way that it knows you want to respond. Your brain will take that action or belief, that thought, just from you. You'll be like, I got it. You want me to think this. Perfect. In this scenario, you want me to do this. Perfect. It becomes unconscious for the purpose of survival. It's always about survival, my friends. So you've trained your brain to know that you find a belief of, or, or an action so important that you no longer have to decide every time if it's important to you. Your brain just will assume that it's important and it will take action. It will help you feel something immediately because it knows what you want to believe, which is why we feel out of control sometimes. We think we're not making the decisions. We think this is, it, it feels like um, our body is deciding for us. It's like a firefly to the light. Like I can't help myself. This of course is never true but that's how it feels at times, right? So what's happening with the habit is one of the more incredible functions of your brain, like I was saying, is to be efficient. With this function, you're able to walk and not have to think about what you're gonna do, what step to take, how to shift your weight. You're able to walk and talk on the phone at the same time. You don't have to think about putting the next foot in front of the last foot and shifting your weight and balancing. You just do it, you just walk. And that's because that action has been repeated since a toddler to the point where your body is able to know how to balance the, the shifting of the weight, how to respond to something on the street when there's a little pothole, how to you know, see something and then walk around it with the peripheral vision, right? And it's all in the default setting. You don't think about it, you just do it. So you don't have to think about how to drive home or how to walk home from school or from work. You just drive and while you're driving or walking, you can be listening to a podcast or thinking about how to change what you're gonna do for the next practice and be planning strategies while you're driving home. 
You don't have to think about brushing your teeth, right? This just, you can be brushing your teeth and you can be doing something else. You can be thinking about something else, putting your focus on something else. That's what the beautiful part of this area of your brain includes, right? The efficiency part, that's the evolved part of the brain. We have that for a great reason. We need that. It helps us in so many ways, especially in sports. So it happens in sports all the time where we have this efficiency part, like the handstand I was telling you about. I thought my angle was straight. I had the habit of kicking up and assuming I was doing the best handstand possible for me. But when a coach sees something that you don't see and somebody says, hey, can you do this little change? What do you do? Normally, we try to change it, right? If we're a high-level athlete, we're, we have this desire to go far in sports. We're going to try as fast as we can. Okay, you want me to do this? Okay, I'll go harder. But going harder doesn't mean changing. Usually, we don't really know exactly what it means when somebody's saying, when Sadao was saying, hey, I need you to open up right here. I could, try, I could feel the difference, but I didn't know how to make my body do it like that every time. But when we're not thinking about what the coach is saying, what, what we're trying to figure out, um, how it feels for our body, then what happens? When we're not consciously trying to make that tiny change because we're used to doing something and getting results in a certain way at a certain level, what happens is we go, we go back to the handstand with the shoulder angle, whatever that means in your sport. You go back to sh shooting free throws uh, without following through with the wrist, the wrist throw, right? Whatever it is. Why? Because we've done something so many times that our brain thinks that that is the way we want to do it. When somebody tells us to try something new, our brain does not like change, you guys. Our lower brain is not open to change. Survival means do what it knows it can do based on the past. So because we've done a handstand with that angle for so long, our brain's going to want to keep doing a handstand with that angle. It's easier. It's more fun. It's faster. It yielded some result that we liked in the past in some way. It protected us in some way. So based on our primitive brain, we're going to want to revert to old habits naturally by default. And then we're going to be frustrated with ourselves for not being committed to the new advice that a coach gives us. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to do that. But I knew that I wasn't going to because that was going to take new practice. That was going to require new effort. And my lower brain did not want to take the time to do that for the last couple of weeks of my career in gymnastics. So oftentimes I'll hear athletes respond with, to coaches when the coaches are like, hey, what's going on? The, the athletes will say, I don't know. And the coach will be like, wait, I just told you to do this. Why didn't you do it? I don't know. Well, the reason why, now you know. The reason why is because your brain likes to go back to what it's comfortable with. It likes to go back to what's easiest. It likes to go back to what it knows it can do. It doesn't like to be um, second guessing what's going on. And here's the other thing. When you don't know, when a coach says, why are you not taking the bigger action? Why are you not taking that new action? Why are you playing small? Why are you doing those old moves that you used to do that you know don't work very well? Why are you making the same mistakes that you used to make? It's always, you, you know the answer now, it's always because of the efficiency part of your brain. That is the reason you go back to old habits. That is the reason why after setting a goal for a week, you're gonna not wanna do it after two weeks. You're gonna find super sneaky ways to justify why you're not gonna do it. Those, in those big clutch moments when you feel the stress of, I've never been in this moment, your brain's going to want to do what it knows best. It's going to go back to old habits. Um, oh, I'll do a podcast on this one later. But where you, you, here's the thing. You know that certain actions and new improved actions would work, but you don't feel comfortable trying it because you're not sure what the result might be in different settings. So you choose old ways instead. That's why all of a sudden you've been doing this great thing all season. And then at the big games at the end, your brain goes to big. The word big game 
is going to throw you back to the lower brain because it, it feels uh, threatening in some way. If it's threatening in any way, it wants to use the things that it's used in the past. You, your lower brain knows what to expect from your past habits. Your lower brain knows how to handle a certain amount of disappointment and frustration when you don't take the shot or pass the ball or kick up to a full handstand. But your lower brain's biggest fear is always the future, the fear of the unknown. It doesn't know what to expect or how much discomfort you're going to feel if you take that shot and miss it. That could be life-threatening because it's not used to doing that. So just pass the ball, just play small, just go back to old habits that don't serve you best, but they feel safer in some way. Okay. So today I just want you to be aware that a habit means nothing about your capabilities. A habit means nothing about your future, your possibilities. Habits are just an essential part of the functioning of your lower brain. And it's to allow you to focus on other things. So if you have a habit of passing or dribbling in a certain way, or of kicking up to a handstand in a certain way, or of swinging the bat, or of doing a stroke in the water for swimming a certain way, when you're in any type of a situation that feels uncomfortable, you're going to go back to old habits. That is just what your brain does. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, I think, on these podcasts you can really understand. In order to get to a higher level in your sport, you have to be aware of why you do this. And then you don't get mad at yourself. A lot of times people will get mad like, I knew I should have done this. No, your lower brain was just trying to protect you. It's not a big deal. Nothing's gone wrong, but be aware of the fact that that lower brain, it's going to kick in anytime you feel like this is a, an important moment. This is a big game. They, they're counting on me. I can't let anybody down. Those, those kind of thoughts are going to put you right back into your default settings, your old habits, the habits that didn't serve you as well as, they, as well as you thought they did in the past. You know now that they don't serve you, but you're going to fall back into those because of the efficiency part of your brain. It's like you're used to now with the new techniques that you're learning to do a different drive home from, from practice to home, but your brain still likes the faster path. It likes the path that goes straight home instead of, hey, why are we taking this back road? Well, you're learning to take the back road so you can get different results, but your lower brain still doesn't find it efficient. So when you're in a life-threatening situation, which is anything that sounds like a big competition, something that's um, important, you're going to take the direct road. And that is what I want you to be aware of today. There's nothing wrong with it. It's what happens, but we've got to keep practicing the back road so that in those big moments, the back road becomes your new efficiency part, the new default. Um, hopefully that makes sense. So if you're used to dribbling the ball and passing it and shifting weight and, and you're trying to do all these things and thinking about all these things, as well as looking for teammates and trying to see what, what openings are open if you're a basketball player, if you're used to doing these drills for years in a certain way, and you're trying to think of all these things, you won't notice the open shots, the small actions that you personally need to focus on to be sure that you make that shot every time. You can't. There's just too many things. Your brain likes to focus on one thing at a time, and it likes to focus on th the things that it's focused on in the past. It likes rinse and repeat behaviors. So if you, are, if you don't use that efficiency part of your brain in a way that serves you, you're not going to get the results you want. So for a gymnast, if you had to focus on kicking up to a handstand, how to balance your handstand, how to keep your body straight and aligned, those are hopefully things that have been delegated to your lower brain. But if you had to think of all those things, then I guarantee whatever skill you're going to be going into from that handstand is not going to be a great skill because you're not focusing on what you can do with that skill. You're focusing on all the little parts that should have been put into your default setting from years of drills and alignment and practice and conditioning and stretching. Okay, You're not going to be able to do a big release if you're worried about the handstand going in front of the release. You're not going to be able to take a big shot in, in basketball if you're worried about shifting weight and making sure that you're blocking well and making sure that you're 
um, dribbling well, right? You can't focus on everything. So that efficiency part of your brain, the habit part of your brain, the reason why you want to do those daily drills over and over and over the way your coaches say, the way you want to do it, um, the reason why you want to do it at the highest level is so that when the big games come, when your brain goes to this is important, the default settings are all already set. Your brain knows exactly what you want to do. If you cut those drills short, if you cut those stretching, conditioning, all those little, little, tiny and monotonous, it's like the um, karate kid, wax on, wax off. If you cut those short, if you don't do those right, you're going to pay for it because your lower brain is going to do exactly what you have um, repeatedly done in the past. You're going to default to those settings and you're going to get a cut short action. You're going to get a, a half effort action because that's what you put into those drills that you didn't like those monotonous things that you thought you didn't want to do that weren't helping okay be very 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 on top of your brain very careful about what you're choosing to do every day if you do not do those tiny tiny actions over and over correctly you're going to get a result that you don't like your lower brain helped you in so many ways that you're not aware of to be efficient to delegate repeated tasks and repeated thoughts and repeated actions to the part of your brain that just produces for you without you consciously having to be aware of it. So the only thing we wanna take out of the area of that brain are those little habits that aren't serving you. We have to, the habits that are causing you to be misaligned, just a little misaligned, a tiny, tiny, tiny one degree, just like we think about with an airplane. If you're one degree off, you end up in New York instead of Florida, right? It's the same, same thing like my handstand. You may not realize that that tiny degree is sabotaging the results in some way and you're not quite as high and you're not quite as accurate and you're not quite as precise and you're, you know, your swings are a little bit off more so than you know, but your landings or your positions, whatever it is, you may not be aware that that's happening. Those are the tiny little habits that you have put it into your lower brain and either you've gone all out and you still realize, hey, there's something else I could change here that we have to pull back out. We have to challenge. We have to not take, leave them in the unconscious lower brain, right? In the fight or flight amygdala area, that area that's going to respond and react based on what you've told it to do in the past. We have to redesign, rewrite, and then replace those kind of actions and those beliefs with just tiny little tweaks, with tiny little new movements that then we can create new habits and put back into your default setting. Those will be the new renovations that maybe if you said, hey, did you notice something about my hair today? And nobody notices, but you know that you just took off a quarter of an inch of your haircut, right? You're the only one that knows that that little action is gonna feel different. That little action is gonna do something different. You're gonna get some different result. And we wanna be able to make sure that we take those, especially in sports, we take those old habits out and we really look at them, we really evaluate them, we really decide, is this gonna get us where we wanna go? And then those little actions and thoughts are gonna yield huge results in the end for you. So today, like I said, I just want you to be aware that when you feel out of control, if ever you say, I don't know to a coach, just know that it's totally normal to feel and say those things, but that's not true. You know exactly and we can learn how. So now you know why. You're, the reason why you do repeat things that you didn't wanna do and then you wanna throw down your bat and throw down your mitt and throw the basketball across the court, right? Is because your lower brain was trying to help you. Your lower brain was just doing its job. It was being efficient for you. It was trying to protect you in some way of a real tiger or of an imaginary tiger like defeat and rejection and embarrassment. It was just trying to protect you from something that you wasn't sure if you could handle. Your brain is just trying to help you out by using primal functions of efficiency. Sometimes these unconscious results are super helpful in life, like walking and driving and your basic drills and sports, right? And brushing your teeth. But sometimes you just need to pull some of those beliefs and actions out of your lower brain, over, out of that area and redecide 
recommit if you still want those actions and those beliefs to be on the default setting or if they need to be upgraded then put back into that, that area of your brain because we want that area to, to respond on automatic for us, but in a way that's serving us. So your new 2.0 version of default is a higher version of you and gets you more beneficial results. We're gonna talk about how to do this soon, but today just be aware that this happens all the time to all of us. It's not a problem. It's not, not, nothing, sorry, to throw your bat down because of. It's nothing to kick the beam over. It's just nothing's gone wrong. It's your brain's working perfectly. When you revert to old habits that you thought you had conquered, that's so normal. And I just want you to be aware of that. Have a flipping awesome day. We'll talk again soon. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.